This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Whether you're selling a little or a lot, Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. From the launch your online shop stage, all the way to the we just hit a million orders stage. No matter what stage you're in, Shopify's there to help you grow. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash special offer, all lowercase. That's shopify.com slash special offer. Dear Colgate, I love that you love that I love being at home. You even let me whiten my teeth from home. Because you know how I feel about getting up from my cloud couch. The Colgate Optic White LED Kit gives professional-level results in just 10 minutes a day for 10 days when used as directed. And that's why, Colgate, I want you to meet my parents. Because ever since meeting you, I've been living life to the brightest. Colgate Optic White. Find it at all major retailers. Age of Radio. Pre-roll time. The Choose to Comics podcast is proudly brought to you by Inked Marketing Solutions and the Inked Marketing Solutions crowd-funded comic for this here episode. Well, it's coming from Indiegogo, and it's coming from Monty Michael Moore. If you missed the, the Loco Hero Kickstarter... Yep. Well, he's back. He's back on Indiegogo. He's given people another opportunity because he knows people want it. And it's back and it's back in perfect bound this time. So if you want another prestige format of this book, you know, maybe the first time, maybe you're the, the first time you went and you thought, eh, you know, I don't know. Monty's never written a book before. He draws good, but can he write? And then you were just kind of, eh. and then, then you got it and you were like, holy shit, holy shit. Like I was, I mean, I wasn't, skeptical about being a writer but when i got the book i was like holy shit so yes uh having a prestige format of this book oh totally and they're offering eight new covers come on people monty offering eight new covers it's they're gonna be mind-blowing so go over to indiegogo for this one and uh search loco hero and just get on this people get on this uh monty does not displease he does not. As a matter of fact, I just got a Monty Michael Moore Kickstarter in the mail the other day. Mm-hmm. Or it might have been an Indiegogo. I don't remember. Uh, regardless, it was uh, it was the art book, and it's a glorious thing, people. So, yes, Loco Hero, you're getting a second chance on Indiegogo. Check it out now. Brought to you by Inked Marketing Solutions. Well, hello again, and welcome back to the Cheers to Comics podcast. I'm your host, Brian Wayne, and this is episode 336. The 336th episode episode of the Cheers to Comics podcast will be a poll list priorities. I'll be going over the books of the future. And anything uh, that really pertains to speculation or badass new stories coming out... All of the good stuff. All of the good stuff of the future. So, um, uh, yeah. There we go. Let's let's get excited. Um, I will go ahead and say, though, before I get into this, if you're looking to uh, order some of your books of the future, I'm going to go ahead after... I don't know, I sound like Boomhauer right there. If you know, you know. <laughs> I'm going to go I'm gonna ahead after, uh, you know, uh, dang old uh, Nerds Forever. Nerds Forever. 307nerdsforever.com. If you're not in Newcastle, Wyoming... 
And if you are, then uh, yeah, head on over to Nerds Forever in Newcastle, Wyoming. I know that my boy Tarl, the main man behind Nerds Forever, he's, uh, he's running FOC pre-orders at a discount as well. Come on, people. Come on. I see some of the biggest distributors and retailers on the planet offer their pre-orders, offer up pre-orders, no discount. Tarl, little old Newcastle, Wyoming, Nerds Forever, offering you a discount because he knows how to please it. And that's why Nerds Forever is a proud sponsor of this podcast. So, uh, yeah, I stand by that. Still standing by it. I don't see me stepping off. Nope. Nerds Forever. 307nerdsforever.com. And that's four, like the number four. All right, let's talk about some lunar FOCs. Um, the final order cutoffs. These are, this is the most important part of the podcast, uh, th- th- this first half here. And that's, uh, yeah, uh, final order cutoffs. If you're not familiar as to the importance of this, or I mean, you frankly haven't been listening to this podcast very long, that's for damn sure, because that's all I've been talking about for about two years is how important pre-ordering your books is. Um, but yeah, no, if, 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 if you don't, if these books don't have an order behind them, you, the reader, if there's nobody that says, hey, I want this book, then there's nobody inclined to say, hey, let's print this book for this non-existent person. But when people say, hey, I want that book, then there's, then it gets made, you know? And then that's, that's where all these second printings and bullshit books that people complain. I'm not saying all second printings are bullshit. But, um, you know, it's, it's because nobody pre-orders their books. If everybody pre-ordered their book, then there would be no complaints of reprints and shit like that, you know, because they would know. Um, and obviously, if, if there's 40,000 pre-orders for a book, yeah, then they might print 44,000, you know, just to have a few extras because it seems like people want them. And in case you don't know, 40,000 for... Most books now is pretty gigantic. <laughs> um, but, uh, yeah, to put things in perspective. Uh, so, yeah, no, just just keep all this in mind, people, the importance of the FOCs. Um, so let, let's get on with this. Lunar, let's start out with Lunar. Their FOC date is the 1st of August. You can read it till August. Mm-hmm. Uh, so, yeah, you got to order these books by Sunday at the absolute latest, and I believe it's, like, by 5 o'clock or... Something like that. So you don't have all day. You don't have a lot of time in between the time this podcast goes up and the FOC dates. So keep that in mind. Remember that the next time you accidentally listen to this podcast on a Monday. Mm-hmm. But keep in mind this podcast is also very relevant all the way up until the next Wednesday when we talk. You'll find out later if you don't know. Um, <laughs> save the podcast. So let's uh, let's 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 make this. Let's, yeah, F- uh, lunar. That's what I'm trying to say. Good lord, people. All right, Action Comics, number 1,034. There are, uh, we, we got our Daniel Sampier cover and our Julian Titino Tedesco cover, the funnest name to say in all of comic books. Julian Titino Tedesco. Julian Titino Tedesco. Sorry, I'm just saying it as this computer loads up like it's 1998 AOL dial-up. Jesus criminy. Great cover, though. Worth the wait. Um, Aquaman, 80th anniversary, 100-page super super, super super spectacular. Super page spectacular? Um, I I bet you. I bet you we go through the decades here. Let's count here. We got Ivan Reese on our A. And we got Michael Cho on our 40s. Look at me being right. And then uh, Ramona Fredon and Sandra Hope on our 50s cover. And then we got Walter Simonson on our 60s cover. 
On our 70s, we've got uh, Jose Luis Garcia Lopez. And then on our 80s, we've got Chuck Patton and Kevin Nolan. And on our 90s, we have Yvel Gouché. Who that? And then uh, for our 2010s, we've got Robson Roca. All right. Um, I'm not saying the covers are bad. I'm just saying there's not a lot of big, attractive names, for the most part, really attached to these. So uh, keep uh, low cover, low printing is going to be my guess. So speculators on the low print market. Mm-hmm. There you go. Just saying. But I also don't see there being a terribly high demand except for Aquaman fanatics, which there are plenty. But, um, not, not, not a lot. <laughs> uh-huh. All right. Um, what is this? We got Batman Reptilian, number three, a little six-pata. Liam Sharp on the A cover, and Coley Hamner on the B. And then we got a one in 25 Mitch Gerrids. Can't see what's going on in that little thumbnail. Still can't see what's going on in the big... What, what is, is Batman... Oh, he's in a well and it's filling up, I think. How's he going to get out of that one? Uh, Batman Superman, number 21. One, let's see. Uh, Rodolfo Miglari. Miglari? On the, uh, on the A cover. Who's writing this series now? Is it still Yang? No, I don't have anything against Yang, but I noticed that I stopped reading Batman Superman, and I might even be dropping Batman Superman now. I got 20 issues of it. Um, after uh, Joshua Williamson stopped writing it, I just kind of lost interest. I don't know who Artur.io is, and frankly, I don't care. The whole movie world arc was very confusing to my pea brain, and uh, I don't appreciate that. I'm not saying it was bad, it was just confusing to me, and... I don't know. I, I need a... I, I, I don't know. Uh, do, I, do I drop it and then find out that the next arc or next creator is going to be... I need to look further ahead. Um, yeah, my point is, is I'm not digging the whole Yang on Batman Superman. I didn't actually think I'd be a fan of this series to begin with. I'm surprised I made it 20. I'm surprised I made it 5 issues, to be honest. Oh, I'm 20. So, yeah. I just hate dropping off of a series after I've gone so far in. And then I'll say this now, and then I'll be bitching about it uh, 50 issues later. <laughs> 30 issues of something that I haven't read. Um, uh, let's see. Care Andrews getting the cardstock variant on that. That's a great cover. Uh, Checkmate, number three. This is a series we really should keep our eyes on. Who knows what's going to pop up out of this. A lot of stuff being brought up about Damon Rose. You know, Checkmate number one was the first cameo of Damon Rose, but... I said the number Justice League 64. Number Justice League? I mean, Justice League number 64. Mm-hmm. That was where it was at, people. Told you. Uh, and then let's see here. Matt Taylor on the cardstock variant for Checkmate number three. Detective 1042. Bermejo getting the cardstock on that one. Uh, it's it's all great. This is... this is Oh, my God. Detective is so good. Um, and uh, Victor Bagdanovic is just killing it with the art on this. Detective has had the the, the best creators lately. <laughs> it's been so good. Uh, Harley Quinn, number six. Uh, Derek Chu getting another badass cover on that one. Uh, and if you're a, a Catwoman fan, then rejoice. Uh, then there's also a, what is this, a C cover? Oh, Ricardo Federici. Oh, yeah, the Suicide Squad. 
I remember seeing teaser um, work in progress photos because I follow the Insta. And, uh, oh, man, that looks great. I wasn't expecting an orange background. That is so good. I love it. Um, anybody else super excited for Suicide Squad? Uh, Icon and Rocket Season 2, or Season 1, Number 2. And then we got a, uh, a Brian Hitch card stuck on that one, and a John K. Snyder Suicide Squad variant on that one as well. Um, from Scoot, because Lunar is not just DC now. Um, and honestly, get ready for lots more to start coming over to Lunar, because... Uh, Diamond, well, mm, they won't be shipping comics here within the next couple of months or so. You're going to see all of the distributors jump and ship either to uh, Penguin or uh, Lunar at this point, if not both. And why not? Why not diversify your portfolio? Uh, but yeah, no, Scoot. Scoot, uh, sub-sister thingy division of Scout uh, for the kiddos. Little Guardians, number one. And then we've also got Locust, number four. Don't think that one's for the kiddos. That one's out of Scout. Um, uh, we've got Mr. Miracle, The Source of Freedom, number four. Uh, two covers on that one. Junie Ba on the cardstock. Neato. Oh, this one from Scout I'm hyper excited about. It has my name written all over it. This is totally getting adapted with Danny McBride playing the uh, <laughs> the main character here because that's Danny McBride, a vice principal on the cover, pretty much. It's Mullet Cop, Mullet Cop from uh, I have the uh, the what do you call the ash can of this from Tom Lintern. Uh, after a near death experience, a mall cop goes undercover as a manager at an all you can eat buffet with the help of his coworkers and a supercomputer microwave called Mitt. Mall Industries 2000. He takes a crime boss, a robo granny, and her gang of thugs. Thugs. Thugs? Thugs. And her gang of thugs. Over 60 pages of story for just seven bucks. Bet your ball sacks. Bet all of them. This is, oh my god. I'm so excited for this. I don't know what you'd be betting on other than my excitement. It's a surefire bet, though, people. <laughs> uh, I, I, I can't wait. I cannot wait for this. I used to play a game before mullets, before fucking dumbasses like Logan Paul all of a sudden tried to trendify mullets again. Um, I used to play a game. I called it the, uh, what do they call it? The mullet game. <laughs> you see a mullet, you count it, and you laugh at it out loud, and you say mullet as many times as you can until they, uh, they, they, they notice that you've noticed the mullet. Um, Robin. Number five, Jorge Corona, bitches. And then we've got, oh, shit. <laughs> if you're a, uh, a Flatline fan, you're going to be wanting this beat cover. I'm a Flatline fan. I'm going to be wanting this beat cover. Francis Manipal. Oh, man. Uh, something big's going to happen to Robin here. So, you know what? Let's just read what they got going on here. Robin Reunion, Nightwing, Red Hood, Tim Drink, and Spoiler guest star as they track Damien down with the plan to bring the young hero back to Gotham, back to his family, firmly. But the son of Batman plans to win the Lazarus Tournament and refuses to return. What starts as a happy reunion quickly turns into a Robin Rumble. So, uh, yeah, fucking, that just happened with my mouth. Um, I'm excited. I can't say that anything's going to happen big in this issue, but uh, Flatline's going to blow the fuck up, and those Robin number ones that we all went super heavy on is going to be good. 
Mm-hmm. I'm loving the series though. It's a quiet series. It's quiet, but ah, oh, man, more for me, right? Ruby Justice League number five, a little seven-parter. Uh, we've got a Superman seventy-eight. That's of the nineteen seventy-eight. Uh, this is number one. It's a little six-parter done by Robert Venditti and Wilfredo Torres. Fly into director Richard Donner's oh, Superman Once More and Superman 78. Written by Robert Venditti. Uh, Superman 78 tells a brand new adventure in the world of the beloved film. Oh, I'm not going to read anymore. Uh, there's two covers on this one. Evan Doc Shaner getting the B cover. And then there's a, uh, a 1 in 25 Wilfredo Torres design cardstock variant. So, yeah... Yeah, um, spec worthy. I'm not sure. Uh, I mean, I don't. I can't say that there's going to be anything really popping up in this. But will there be a demand for this? Quite possibly. Quite possibly. I don't see it being a high print run either. You know, um, I don't know. We'll see. Uh, Superman. Oh, not that Superman. Superman, son of Kal El. Superman. I read that first issue. Tom Taylor. Good lord. It's it's beautiful. And this B cover. Classic. Look at John Timms. He's a maniac. And then the Inyuk Lee cardstock variant. He's a maniac. And then the Sammy Bassery Suicide Squad variant. That's pretty good. I like it. Um, I mean, it's uh, it, it, it's it's sharp colors. I wish I could see who colored that as well. Did Bassery color it as well? I don't know. That's, that's awesome. Uh, another one from Scout. We've got Tart, Demons, and Demagogues, number one. So, hmm, keep your eye on I mean, I think all Scout books are worth picking up at least in the issue number one of people. Um, so the big stuff is going to be popping out of them real soon. Annou- announcements are already being made. It's just people give up if it doesn't happen in six weeks. You know, someone announces a movie, and then six weeks later people go, oh, Scout stuff's dead spec because that thing hasn't happened yet. I'm like, dude start of the script yet, bruh. Right, give him a second, dude. Yeah? Let him take some time to make some shit. Yeah? Art. Can't rush it. Yeah? Um. <laughs> sorry. Uh, let's see here. Teen Titans Academy number six. Um, another one you gotta keep your eye on. I know a lot of people kind of fell off of it, but um, oh, we got so close to seeing Red X's face in this one. Not once, but twast. That we almost see Red X's face. But I'm telling you, I think it's Clown Hunter. Yep, I think we're going to get that in the secret files. Because it's a secret. Mm-hmm. And uh, Clown Hunter, he's got some secrets. Because he's a Red X. Um, oh, we've got Wonder Girl, number three. Now, this one here is a potential spec book. Uh, it, it's teasing a new Eros. Eros? Um, now, is this the Eros that we have known in the past, or is this a new version of Eros? Eros. Um, well, uh, we'll just have to find out. So, as far as Lunar goes this week, that's really kind of the only spec book that I'm seeing, other than keep a close eye on Teen Titans Academy. Because, yeah, I'm not saying buy a bunch of extra ones, but keep your eye on that one as, as time approaches. Uh, I mean, obviously, the better. <laughs> the more that comes out about it pre-FOC, the better, but... Usually, all the good, juicy stuff doesn't really come to light until a day or two before release. And, um, yeah, and that's, 
Well, we'll see. That's, that's why it's speculating, right? We're gambling. We don't always have all of the information. And even the, some of the information that we do have, none of it's guaranteed. We've been duped many a times before, so... Mm-hmm. Is that the last book from Lunar this week? Um, no, it is not. Uh, but there are two covers on the Wonder Girl number three. Uh, Mateo Scalera getting the card stuck. Then we have Wonder Woman. 778. And if there were a cover to spec on this week, um, Beyond, Beyond the Robin B cover, that uh, Francis Manipal, uh flatline cover, I'm going to say it's this Becky Cloonan uh, Wonder Woman cover. Because Becky, Becky Cloonan stuff just it, it randomly blows the hell up. Sometimes it's super hot for no real given reason other than it's just some of her better work. All of her stuff is good, though. Um, this one, Wonder Woman's not a super highly ordered book from my understanding. I actually have been around the shops in Denver a little bit more recently to just kind of see how other shops are running shit and... Yeah, no, nah, it turns out there's a, there's still a couple shops out there that order b- extra books for the rack, but um, a lot of these shops also don't always leave them at cover price, too, so keep that in mind, Shane. Nah, nah. Um, yeah, I don't know. This this looks like not a terrible $6 gamble, um, possibly less than $6, especially if you get it through Nerds Forever. That's 307nerdsforever.com. Uh, <laughs> pre-order it through Tarl, baby. He knows what's up. Uh, and that's uh, that looks like that's gonna do it for the lunar FOCs this week. But that's we're really just getting started because of course we have all of the stuff through Diamond to go through as well. And uh, who knows how many times we're gonna be going through this, people? Let's 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 relish in this while we can. You know, could be eight or nine or thirteen or sixteen more times before we're no longer. Talking FOCs through Diamond. I almost dripped a tear into my green Mio juice. Mm-hmm. That's not an innuendo. And this podcast is not sponsored by Mio Energy. Unless it wants to be. A lot of Mio Energy runs through these uh, microphone cables, people. <laughs> Alright, let's start with the vault, huh? The vault stuff. Barbaric, number three. Now this is a series. If you're not on it yet, you are doing it wrong. This is... I I got a sense with number one that this is going to be a new favorite series of mine, but I'm also a weirdo. Like, I said that, you know, like, uh, I'm into Metal Shark, bro, and I'm not saying you're a weirdo if you're into Metal Shark, bro, but um, I I, I put books that a lot of people wouldn't put up on an extremely high, holy shit, this book is going to take the fuck off pedestal, like Murder Falcon and... Uh, Metal Shark, bro, and and uh, I'm sure there's a couple other ones, too. Uh, Barbaric is one that I put up there. I said, this is a book designed for me. Um, Turns out, there's a lot of other people that have great taste in low-key comics that not a lot of people were talking about beforehand. And I said it, people. If you listen to these pull-list priorities, you can go back and listen. I said, this book... It's gonna once it gets people's attention, it's gonna do well. It's already doing very well. Um, I've seen it sell for I believe close to twenty bucks on the A cover. The second printing, for whatever reason, um, I think I made a mistake and it didn't show up on my pull list this week. Uh, but I am gonna go through and try to track down these second printings. 
I've heard a couple of people even mention possibly the next something is killing the children type of hype. Um, I don't know if I would take it that far. I would be incredibly delighted if it did. But if that's the case, I'm going to have to go through and... Um, I mean, I don't see the price of this book really dropping, especially after another strong second issue. So, if this book, Barbaric, is not on your pull list yet, adding a book, issue number three, in on a potentially incredibly hot series, not always a bad, it's, yeah, not a bad move. Find one and two. One, one and two is still, it's still got the, it's in its amniotic sack, practically. It just came out, people. Gross. Uh, birth. So, yeah. and then there are two other covers. Um, they do a, a, a bagged variant as well. Um, I have the bagged variant on the A cover. Um, I didn't get it on the B cover for whatever reason. I am going to start doing this, though. Um, yeah, uh, just, but I will say one thing. As I, as I record this, um, I do have to give the uh, heads up. Once we get to Diamond, they're, they're, they don't finalize their FOCs until a few hours from now um, as I record this. So things are going to change. There's other, there's going to be other covers, that, uh, you know, images that I'm given, so I don't know what these images always look like. So I, we do kind of have that disadvantage. But oftentimes, and sometimes they don't even really give us the image until after the FOC is up. It's, you're just going in blind. And that creates a lot of demand if that cover turns out to be baller. Um, so keep all of these things in mind uh but this is a series i have a feeling this is going to be vault's golden child i think this is going to be the one that puts vault on the map put him up in the big boy categories with boom and dynamite and um image and all of those other great ones and i honestly think that vault should already be there i do but uh yeah yeah we'll, we'll see we'll see uh, Blue Flame, number four. Jesus Christ, this series is amazing as well. Um, what, yeah, just uh, get on this one, people. It's it's not too late. Um, I think number one might be a few bucks over cover price, but it's still very manageable. Get it while you can. And then, money shot, number 14. If you've got kids, don't let them look at this book. There's penises and the vagine all over the place. Nipples galore. So many butt cheeks. And that's just on the cover. Um, <laughs> yeah, no, it's gnarly. I hear great things about the story, though. I mean, it, it, it's not just a, a, you know, a book. It, it's not TNA for the sake of TNA. There is substance there. Um, I just, I, I, I didn't want to be caught reading it in public. <laughs> that's what it comes down to. I've been there before. I remember the first time. I was reading American Gods once in a laundromat, and um, I was at a window, and I felt somebody looking over me, over my shoulder, also reading what I was reading as I was turning the page, as one goddess was crawling, it's, um, there, were, there, were, there was, there was, Virgine. there was, yeah, there was stuff, I'm not gonna give spoilers in case you haven't read or done any of the American God stuff, cause it's too good to give away, but, um, yeah, I was, uh, careful what you read in public, people. There's some there's some judgy mafackers out there. I'll be one of them. Uh, Ninjack number two. Here the story's great, but uh, uh, and another disclaimer I have to give: I am never ever ever here to ever deter somebody away from a comic book. Um, if uh, let mm, yeah, do you? I don't give a shit whether you're a Momoko fan or a Leafield fan. 
whatever. Um, yeah, now, with Ninjak, this is one that I was very excited about. But uh, no matter how good a story is, if it's art that I can't get into, then I just... Uh, I, I, I can't get into it. I can't get into the story. I can't finish it. And I tried a couple times with Ninjak, and the art's just not my flavor. That's all. Um, however, if you listen to the parlay points from the ODPH, the Ocho Duro Parlay Hour, then uh, or read parlay points for that matter, um, then um, you, uh, you, 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 there's great things said. Like I said, art is very subjective, and you know, for the most part, I mean, there's probably a lot of you that would exclaim, "You like everything." Yeah, like fucking Kevin Smith, man. You just like everything. You never say bad about anything. Well, you know, I mean, that's I'm not gonna say bad about anything, but I don't like everything. You know, I'm just. Yeah. Um, but Valiant or Valiant, uh, Valiant does great things. I will, yeah. Um, so it was had to give it a chance. I think this is gonna be the first uh, Valiant book in some time that I really continue on my pull list, and that's okay. Um, from Titan Comics on the FOCs this week, due to be ordered by Sunday the 2nd. By the way, I didn't mention that. Diamond gives you one extra day, but they also take extra time to finalize their shit, too. So, are you really getting any extra time? Hmm? Maybe from the time you listen to this podcast, if you put it in that perspective. Blade Runner 2029. That's, like, right around the corner, people. Number seven. One, two, three, four covers on this one. And then Horizon Zero Dawn Liberation number two. One, two, three, four five covers on this one the five cover is an foc variant what's an foc variant you can only get it if you pre-order it through the focs so advantages people uh source point source point is on the focs oh glory oh that's amazing all right so uh this is this is new um, but they're gonna do it now, whatever. I'm not gonna, whatever. Alright, so from Source Point Press, we've got Boston Metaphysical Society, Spirit of Rebellion. It's a one-shot, uh, Madeline Holly Rossing. She's been on the podcast before, right? Mm-hmm. She has, it was rhetorical. Uh, we've got Broken Gargoyles, Sin and Virtue, number three. Cult of Dracula, number six. This is a hard yes. Uh, this, move, this movie is happening, and it is going to be a massive hit, and it's going to make all Cult of Dracula books massive, uh, especially um, with, I guess, number one, obviously, but number six, because, mm-hmm, you'll, you'll, I mean, follow Rich Davis on all of his social media, he'll tell you, and I mean, and I know there's a lot of people who could argue that, oh, of course they're going to hype up their own books, but I, I'm a believer in this series. I am people. There's a reason why this the, the, this this comic series it's gone through so much, and yet here it is still surviving um, through all of the bullshit that it's gone through, and that's because everybody believes in it. And um, Rich Davis only wants the best for his book because he believes in it more than anyone, almost as much as me actually. So uh, <laughs> this the series is happening, people. It's happening. Number six is um, a great long-term investment. It's a great one, uh, and there are two covers as well. Uh, oh boy, look at look at! I think I've let's see here. I have interviewed almost every single cr- creator from SourcePoint this week. All right, so I got Madeline Holly Rosing, 
and we've got Rich Davis, um, and now we've got the boys from Darling, Michael Fleezak, and uh, or Flyzak, I'm sorry, and Todd Hunt. Yeah, that was that was recent. This is a great series as well, people. Two covers on Darling. Um, we've got Runes. Uh, I haven't talked to Ivan La City Sitiganola. Said that all wrong. Sorry, dude. Um, I, I'm not reading runes. I don't know what this... Oh, this! Yeah, no, I heard great things about the first issue. That just came out this week. Um, oh, yeah. This, this could be big. This could be big. And then Suicide Jockeys. Uh, Ryland Grant, he's been on the podcast one, two, three, four, five times, five times, five times, five times, five times. Yes, Ryland Grant, friend of the show. Um, Suicide Jockeys, highly recommended. Highly, highly recommended. If you haven't listened to the last Rylan Grant episode and you need clued in on what Suicide Jockeys is, then do that right now. And I'm signed up for both covers of Suicide Jockeys throughout the duration of this series, so know that. Oh, this fucking congratulations, Ryland. Damn, man, this series is gonna it's gonna be big. And then uh, Touching Evil. I guess I haven't talked to Dan Daughtry yet. So I guess I don't know, like four out of six. That's not bad, huh? That's not bad. And one, two, three, four, five, six, seven. Okay, seven series, and then one, two, three, four. Yeah, four out of seven. Not bad. Not bad at all. Um, continuing on. That's all a source point. That's good stuff, people. Uh, anything from Oni Press? No. Nothing from Oni Press on this week's FOCs. Uh, Black Mask. We've got Everfrost, number three. There you go. If you're on Everfrost, or you're not on Everfrost, and you need to add it, then there you go. From Ahoy this week, we have nothing. From Aftershock this week, we have The Girls of Dimension 13, number five. Phantom on the Scan, number five. Project Patron, number five. Seven Swords, number three. And uh, Silver City, number four. And also a great spec book, We Live, number four, second printing. Um, I would say probably not a bad idea to pick up one or two of those. Just on the side, hold on to it. It's going to happen. It's going to happen. Let's see, make sure there's no aardvark or anything like that. I don't think aardvark's on the FOCs. Uh, Blaze? From a Blaze, we've got Gung Ho Anger, number four. Four covers on that one. Let's scoot on up to Boom. From Boom, we've got Dark Blood number one, third printing. Good lord. Uh, congratulations, Dark Blood. And then uh, we've got Dark Blood number two. Two covers on that one. Uh, Dune House of Atreides number niner. Two covers on that one. Firefly number 32. Two covers there. Good luck. Number three of a little five-parter. Um, this is one that was I had a lot of spec around it to begin with, and I feel like it quickly died off after people read it. I mean, I'm not saying it was bad. I'm just it wasn't for me, and I dropped it because I didn't really see it going much further, <laughs> to be honest. But who knows? Um, stuff stuff comes around. You know, series come around all the time. So yeah. Mm-hmm. Mio Energy. Um, Once in Future, number 19. 
Yeah. Um, this is one that I've long fallen off of, but still remains on the pull list because I got a feeling that if the Something is Killing the Children series does well on Netflix and once in future, it's the next one to happen. I do. I think it's the next boom series to blast off um, into adaptation. And then finally, from Boom, we have Something is Killing the Children, number 19. And you just never know with this series at this point. You don't know what stuff's going to come to light me in. Uh, Dynamite. Anything from Dynamite worth mentioning? Uh, typical Dynamite this week. Um, so, if yeah, if you know, you know. If you don't, probably be alright. Uh, IDW. From IDW, we have Sonic the Hedgehog, number 43. Uh, the old Turtles, ongoing, number 120. Um, I don't know if there's anything to... Let me take a closer look at these covers here. I don't know. Uh, let's see. A protest at the Mutanimals HQ turns violent and threatens to destabilize Mutant Town poignantly. TMNT allies and enemies rush to take advantage of the situation, but not before Old Hob makes a surprise decision that will shake allegiances. Hmm. Um. No, we'll see. We'll see. This is a great freaking series, people. And of course, Kevin Eastman getting a badass variant on that one. Uh, the old Transformers Beast Wars, number seven. Two covers there. And if you don't know that there's a Beast Wars movie coming out now, movies, just the one, uh, then, yeah. <laughs> Start reading the series. Uh, Transformers Shattered Glass, number one. This is. See, this is one that I've seen on a couple of speculators' radars, but as a, you know, Transformers not comic fan anymore <laughs> as terrible as that is to say um i i i i, I don't know um let's see well, in issue number one many kilocycles have a cybertronian war has destroyed earth blur an evil autobot seeker hunts his newest bounty who holds a piece of information that could reignite the war so do we have i mean is blur a uh, for a new a new guy, I don't know. That might be why a couple of people are speculating on this. Uh, I don't know, keep keep your keep your eyes on this series. I'm not gonna say yay or nay on this one, but you never know. I just I don't see Transformers stuff doing a lot of, or at least modern Transformers stuff doing anything big in the market anytime soon. But that never say never. That's for damn sure. And then lastly, from, what is this, IDW, we have Usagi Ojimbo, Dragon Below, because Dragon Bellow, Bellow? Dragon Bellow Conspiracy, whatever. Number three, little six-parter, so there you go, that's that Usagi Ojimbo from IDW. Dark Horse, we've got Far Cry Rate of Passage, number three, that series, that mini-series is over. Um, Norse Mythology. Chapter 2, number 3, is series from Neil Gaiman is halfway over. And there's a David Mack variant as well. Norse Mythology. Mm-hmm. Alright, we've got Image Comics. <laughs> we've got Chew. Number 7. If you're not reading Chew, if you don't know Chew, then you're, you, you've, you've missed most of the good things that have ever happened in comics. I'm just saying um so go through read those 60 issues and then read the next six and then put number seven on your pull list ongoing and then thank me 
thank me, because you will have witnessed the greatest things happening in comics. Yep. Uh, call me bias. I don't give a shit. I'm gonna call you silly. Department of Truth, number 12. Uh, two covers on this one, three covers on this one. Hey, lots of scandalous stuff happened with Doctor Doctor of Truth, Department of Truth, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, no, no, not really. There was just a little whoopsie-doodle with the sixth printing cover. Um, but, uh, yeah, I don't know. This is a series that you should obviously have your hands on, people. Uh, have your eyes on the very least is doing things i know the the spec market has dipped just a wee bit on this book but once again it's people going oh shit it's getting adapted and then three weeks later going oh it's not happening it hasn't happened yet it's not happening um i'm just gonna dump everything for cheap now and then people like myself take advantage of those people dumping because they're super impatient and then i sell those same books back to them at 600 times the value not 600 percent 600 times because I'm an excellent speculator. I'm like, uh, never mind. <laughs> never mind. Uh, die number 19. Uh, one, two covers on that one. Uh, ice Cream Man, number 25. Ah, okay, there's one, two, three, four, five. Five covers on this one. Probably going to want the wraparound variant. I think the wraparound variant is going to be highly sought after. Yeah, no doubt about that. Oh, man. Oh, Martin Marazzo is an absolute surgeon. That is beautiful. But yes, it's a... Well, I think it's an oversized book for only five bucks. It's got a bonus story in it. Jumping on point to the book, CBR called Images Most Unpredictable. Yeah, okay, um... Yeah, no, I don't, I don't care to know what it's about. Uh, it's, it's, mm, I cannot wait. Ice Cream Man, people. But you know Ice Cream Man, right? And all of the covers on this are fantastic and are going to do incredibly well. The Simmons variant? Holy shit. Yeah, no, that, this is going to do well. That is amazing. Wow. Um, I know it's a podcast. You can't see what I'm looking at, but... That's the whole point. You have to make the effort to pre-order the books. <laughs> you won't have to wait as long if you just pre-order it now, right? Uh, Philadelphia, number 16. Two covers on this one. Oh, yeah. I actually, I've been doing a little Philadelphia binging. Jesus Christ, where have I been on this series? This is so good. So good. <laughs> um, probably the image best bet of the week. Uh, and I say the image best bet of the week. King Spawn. Now, long-term, probably, but the big one is going to be the 1 in 250. The 1 in 250, uh, they're all going to come signed by Todd McFarlane, and they, uh, they will, they're going on his no-sign list. They will never, ever be able to be signed ever again at any convention, any CGC signing, nothing. So, um, the, the book is going to be, I mean, well, for lack of better words, priceless. Uh, and a lot of McFerlin fanboys are eyes. So, uh, yeah. Retailers, do you order 250 of this book to get that book? Yes, you do. Um, because there's plenty of covers to choose from. This is Sean Lewis's uh, first Spawn story. I think that's going to be... Yeah, no, I, 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 I think this series is going to do well. It is an ongoing, it's not a mini-series. Um... 
uh, 30 issues from now, uh, a couple years from now, this number one is going to be very sought after, would be my guess. Uh, I, I really do believe that. Um, and But I also don't think that it's going, going to be incredibly hard to move all of these amazing covers at $6 a piece. Because it's not like it was the Spawn 301 and the 300 where they were like $9 a piece or something like that, $10 a piece. I mean, that's 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 hard, you know, to seek out all the incentives on that. But, all right, let's, let's count. One, two, three, four, five, six, seven, seven. I see seven covers here. We need 250. So approximately 45 of each. I think you'll do okay. And then you get that one and 250, and you sell it for the cost of everything. You sell it for a grand, and yeah. Um, I don't know. I, I do. I, I, I see that. I see the one in two fifty going for a thousand bucks. Um, but um, yeah, that, that's that's the one that that's gonna be the one that people are gonna be shitting their pants over come August uh, what twenty fifth, I believe. So yeah, man, I'm looking at these covers and let's see some of the artists on here. Brett Booth. Whew. Yeah, these are good. I would have loved to have seen a Matina cover, though. Hold on, who that is? Who that is? Yeah, that's Puppeteer Lee. That's right. Jesus Christ. That dude's a monster. And then the, the McFarlane cover. It's so good. It's so good. It makes me wish I'd stayed current on Spawn. But I don't know, maybe King Spawn fills you in a little bit. Maybe it's a, a jumping on point. Let's read. Let's read about it. A historical new ongoing Spawn series begins. The launch of this book, nearly three decades in the making, further expands the Spawn universe with the growing presence of Hell, Heaven, and heroes here on Earth. A classic villain from Spawn's past has begun asserting his powers on Earth by corrupting as many souls as possible, and only Spawn knows that he even exists. Continuing the dramatic battle from Spawn's universe number one, this is where it all begins. Okay, don't miss out on the last time. A new ongoing... Okay, yeah. Uh, yeah, no. It's it's a jumping on point, people. Um, I mean, you should probably read... Uh, what was it? Uh, what was it just... What was that called? Spawn's what? It wasn't Respawn. Um, Spawn's Universe. Yeah, read that. And then... Um, that's 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 the, the lead-in to all of these uh, other new ongoings that are coming out. But that, that one in 250, I'm telling you. Keep... Yeah. Um, Made in Korea, number four. One cover on that one. Sweet Paprika, number two. One, two, three, four, five, six covers on that one. And there's a needy cover. Mm hmm. Uh, Mom, Mother of Madness, number two of a little three parter. Uh, mixed reviews on number one. Mixed reviews. Um, I, I, my, my reviews are also mixed. <laughs> There were parts of it that I thought, okay, this is pretty cool. And then there were parts of it I was like, wait, what, what the fuck just happened? So, we'll see. We'll see. It is only a three-parter, but uh, yeah. keep your eye on this series. It's not one that I would stay super heavy on, but I, yeah. It's also down to only a $5 book, not an $8 book anymore, so that helps. Uh, one, two, three covers on Mom. Uh, Oblivion Song, number 33. Old Guard Tales Through Time, number five, two, three covers there. Spawn, 321, we got three covers here. Matina getting the, the C cover, McFarlane getting the B cover, which 
the image I do not have. Now, one, last week I did not have the image, and it was exposed later on to me that it was a badass ASM 316 homage variant, which, you know, thankfully I was able to swipe up. It was heavily ordered, so, and I wasn't one, it wasn't a, uh, um, yeah, it, it's not really going for over cover price now, but it'll have its day, believe me, people. But, uh, yeah, I don't, my point is, I don't know what this B. McFarlane cover is yet. Um, based off of the information I have here on Previews World. But that C cover, mm -hmm. and the, the Baron's A cover. Baron's might be my favorite Spawn artist. I mean, he's, Jesus Christ, Bjorn Baron's. Does he only do Spawn? I would love to see him do anything else. Anything else. He's, he's becoming my new, uh, Francesco Mattina, if you will. Um, my new favorite cover artist. Just because... Yeah. Ah, fuck, that's good. Um, St. Mercy, number one. What is this? We got an image number one. It's a four-parter from John Zerplatten and Atelio Rojo. New miniseries, A Tale of Vengeful Retribution. St. Mary pits the Incan Empire against the American West and features two strong, determined young women who must defy authority and ultimately embrace their destiny. All right, and sentences and sentences and sentences and gold and thieves and... Uh, sentences. So, all right. Well, four-parter. Hmm, could be neat. There's a cowgirl, and there's an Incan, and there are two little young girls, and mm, blood. Uh, Summoners War Legacy number five. We've got Siphon number two of the three-parter. We've got that Texas Blood number nine, and we've got Vinyl number three. So just kind of speeding through here. The rest of the the image FOCs. Now let's scoot on over to Marvel and let's see how quickly we can move through these because I know there's definitely some stuff to talk about. Um, all right, Marvel Comics due to be ordered by the second. Do not miss these books. We've got Alien number six, one, two, three covers there. They're all great. They're all great. Uh, more covers featuring the Alpha Xenomorph. Jesus Christ. Uh, Amazing Fantasy number two. Great, amazing A cover. There's also an incredible 1 in 25 for this, so keep that in mind. Um, is it something that I would say order 25 of this to get? I don't know. But I will say that if you could find the 1 in 25 cheap, the, there's going to be a demand for it for some collector out there that's willing to pay more than uh, cheap prices. So, Because it's, it's, it's glorious. Um, let's see, the, the B cover is pretty rad too. C cover, Momoko. Uh, Amazing Spider Man number 72. Let's see. Yeah, no, the, okay, no, it, it, it's still Spencer. That's right, 75 is when Spencer ends. Uh, one, two, three covers there. Avengers Annual number one. This is one that probably wouldn't hurt to pick up a, a few of. Um, and I say a few. Uh, questionably, because my my information here is very ambiguous. It's introducing a new villain, uh, or a new character, who has beat both Captain America and Iron Man within an inch of their lives. And that's what the description of the, the, the thing says here. Um, you don't have to dig deep to find that out. But if you do miss that, then no, there's, there's probably something to it here. And I think all of these Infinite Destinies annuals are very much worth picking up. They're going 
to mean something, people. And this is probably going to, if I had to guess what it is, it's going to be um, uh, another uh, Infinity Stone reveal. Because, you know, if they, all the Infinity Stones, they went all over the place, and we've got Quantum, and we've got, I mean, just n- new people have them, is my point. Um, and there's still a couple of stones, we don't know where the hell they are. And I have a feeling that at least one of them is going to pop up in this Avengers annual. And it's going to be, <sighs> yeah, um, important. I'm, I'm, I'm getting three of these. Let's put it that way. I'm getting three of them. Uh, one, two covers there. We've got Black Widow, number 10. Another badass Mark's Brooks, Mark Brooks variant. And then there's a pretty sweet games variant on that as well. Cable Reloaded. Now, the only thing I would see worth speculating on around this is if some Annihilation stuff... I, I don't know. I, I, uh, no. <laughs> Probably not. Um, well, at the same time, though, it is our OG version of Cable, the big gun. He's back. It's a new era, a new galaxy, and it's under siege from a new deadly threat, but you could still rely on one man. Cable is lock-loaded and landing on the deadliest planet in X history to steal the ultimate weapon and stop the last annihilation. So, there's that sword again. Mm-hmm. Uh, I don't know, man. I don't know. I, uh, I don't think it's anything that I would bet heavy on. You know, I mean... If it were roulette... I'd put it on the corner. Let's put it that way. Or I wouldn't even do that. I'd be, I, I, I'd bet the section. <laughs> you know, I mean, we're talking like two to three odds. Um, or one to three odds. Jesus Christ. Uh, three to one odds. Brian, he used to do this shit for a living. It's been a while. I tried to erase that from my life. Um, I don't even know if I'd give it those odds, people. <laughs> uh, yeah. No. Nah, uh, fuck it. Uh, pick up one. <laughs> Don't have a lot of faith. One that I wouldn't mind. Well, okay, we got one more in between here. We got Conan, number 24. Uh, yeah, you know, some fucking Conan, right? Jim Stubbs is still doing it. I need, to, I, need, I need to go back and read some Conan. I stopped reading. I didn't stop collecting it, but I stopped reading it after uh, Jason Aaron stopped writing it. But... To be fair, Jason Aaron was the only reason I even picked it up to begin with. I wasn't even a Conan fan. But Jason Aaron, he don't made me a Conan fan. Um, and then he just left. Oh, wham, bam, thank you, ma'am. Here's five issues, peace. There you go. Enjoy your Conan. It's with you for life. Uh, Darkhawk, number one. <laughs> Kyle Higgins, bitches. Who is the all-new Darkhawk? Well, he's Connor Young, of course. This is a... Uh, mm-hmm. This is something that I would probably pick up, I don't know, if you're just a regular old schmo, um, like myself, three or four. Um, I, I, I think that it's going to be a highly ordered book, Dark Hawk Mania, you know, it's, it, it's everywhere. But at the same time, do shops really believe in that? You know, is it still just kind of a joke? Um, Dark Hawk is very much here. But is he really here? You know, I mean, it's, uh... <laughs> so I don't know. I, I don't know how uh, shops are going to react to ordering this. Uh, but I, I know I'm going to have at least a few. At least. So, um, I, I believe in Darkhawk. I do believe that Darkhawk is going to be popping up in some Guardians of the Galaxy stuff here. 
in the movies in no time. And there are three covers on this. Um, yeah, there you go. Um, Extreme Carnage Riot, number one. Three covers on that one. Marvel Voices Identity. This is, let's see here, this is uh, Asian Heroes. Um, uh, this is going to be the second appearance of... Ah, fuck, I forgot her name. Shang-Chi's sister, though. I'm pretty sure she's going to be appearing in this one for the second time. So, yeah, there you go. If you collect second appearances... Um, by the way, after reading Shang-Chi, this character is going to be way bigger than I thought. Like, I, I'm, I've already been saying, like, this character is going to mean something for sure. She's going to be way bigger than I thought. Alright, bold prediction... They kill male Shang-Chi within a couple of movies, and uh, she, 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 she takes over the realm. Because, you know, fucking Disney and shit, right? Not that I have anything against that, but I, I could see it happening. I, 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 <laughs> you know, she's, she's a badass. She's a badass. She's got a cool power, and Wolverine, I think, got a crush. Just saying. Uh, one, two, three, four, five covers on Marvel's Voices. Uh, Nonstop Spider-Man number four. We've got, whoa, Spider-Man Life Story Annual. What is this? A special encore return from Chip Zarsky and Mark Bagley. That's a duh no-brainer. Um, I mean, I wouldn't say it's anything to speculate on, but... I think it's worth picking up. I'll tell you what. Uh, let's see here. One, two covers on that one. Oh, look at that. Triple J. My man. Uh, Star Wars number 15. Three covers there. Star Wars Dr. Aphra. Number 13. Three covers there. Strange Academy number 12. Hope you haven't fallen off on this one yet. Two covers there. Symbiote Spider-Man Crossroads, number two. Uh, four, number 16. I didn't read the last issue. I did read the annual, um, but I, I got to catch up one issue. But um, I, I've heard great things about this new arc. Uh, the, the, the variants on it, though, we got Leafield and Momoko. Even Beta Ray Bill. Sorry. <laughs> Not for me. Uh, Captain America's United States Captain America's to be exact. Um, new Captain America, Joe Gomez of the Kickapoo Tribe. Well, there you go. Uh, two covers there. The A cover also giving the first cover appearance though. Um, the Winter Guard number one. Uh, I'm gonna say speculate on this one like I speculated on Gamma Flight. They're probably not gonna have. Uh, they're not not gonna advertise a whole bunch. And it's probably going to be a low print run because the Winter Guard is already forgotten about at this point, even though Black Widow is still in theaters. Because, you know, attention spans, am I right? Um, but I, I don't know. I think it's going to be underordered, but also something is going to come to light. I, I would like to think the issue, the first issue, like Gamma Flight did, introducing that new uh, Gamma. Whew. Badass. I, f I forget her name, but I honestly don't know if it was a male or a female. But, uh, I mean, it's, it's hard to tell with those gamma creatures. But, <laughs> um, yeah, I don't know, man. Winter Guard could be something. Wouldn't bet heavy on it once again, but at the same time, um, if you didn't plan on picking it up, 
might not be a bad idea to just throw one on there, you know? A little to the side and see what happens. Oh, there's a pretty sweet Lashley variant as well. And then there's also a uh, Todd Nuck headshot variant as well. Small week from Marvel, actually. And then lastly, we've got Wolverine number 15. Um, whoa, that, uh, that Nyuk Lee Jubilee variant is amazing. Jubilee's just not featured enough on covers, people. I think she's one of the coolest looking uh, characters, I mean, let alone female characters, just characters in general, out of the X-Men. And... I mean, long-time main roster, and just hardly ever featured. It's amazing. I didn't have to make it all, like, super lights and sparkles and shit to make it cool. There's There are zero lights and sparkles. It's just a badass, collar-popping, bubblegum-blowing, beast-mode cover. It's amazing. Now, about Wolverine 15, there is a potential first appearance in this, but I don't really... Yeah, it's 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 hard to it's hard to say for sure. Um, <laughs> now there is one other book that I know is coming out on the uh, on the twenty fifth, um, at least according to my sources. That is not on the uh, FOCs, uh, but once again, these FOCs are not finalized. You may notice there might be things when you go to do yours that are a little different in some way, shape, or form. It's going to happen. But I do know that if we did not talk about already Fantastic Four, number 35, uh, I think it's an, an. this is probably the no-brainer Marvel book of that week as far as releases go. It may have been on last week's FOCs. Let me see. Let me just see. Um, no. Nope. No, no, no. Um, so, yeah, once again, I have a feeling it is going to be on this week's FOCs. That Fantastic Four, number 35, it's the first appearance of a character called Scion, who is the last descendant of Kang. Kang is in Kang the Conqueror. Um, you know, from that show that everybody lost their mind over. Probably gonna be a big deal down the road if the MCU decides to continue to use Kang. And based off of the, uh, like, 28 minutes of screen time that I've seen of the character so far, or at least the variant, sorry spoilers, um, it's already been spoiled for you, I promise. I'm not the person to do that. Uh, then, yeah, uh, fuck, it's, it's, the, the, the dude's gonna be around forever. I honestly see him having a longer story arc than Thanos, but... That's just me. All right, people, that's uh, that's the FOCs this week. I'm going to take a quick little breaky-poo. I'm going to leave you with an apocalypse promo, and I'm going to come back and talk to you about all of the big books that you should have your eye on coming out next week, New Comic Book Day, Twednesday. Um, so, yeah, uh, hang on. I'll be right back. Podcast recommendations, you ask? 
Brian Wayne here, co-curator of The Apocalypse, And I know that sounds gnarly. That's because it is gnarly, man. The Apocalypse. What is The Apocalypse? The Apocalypse is a culmination of the gnarliest podcast, independent podcast the internet has to offer. So instead of trying to go to Twitter the next time you uh, need a new podcast to listen to and try to get Twitter famous, podcast recommendations, please. Just think The Apocalypse, man. And it's ironic because The Apocalypse is only the beginning. It's only the beginning. Just go to podchaser.com. It's it's in the top list. The top list in the whole world. So whether you're looking for true crime, sports, uh, role-playing, uh, I don't know, anything, anything. Think of a podcast. It's on the apocalypse. It's like the apocalypse with a D. Hmm. And do not forget to follow the apocalypse on Twitter as well. Once again, that is the apocalypse. If you're looking for a podcast recommendation, the apocalypse is sure to have something for you. Looking for a podcast all about nerddom? Want a podcast with an emphasis on representation? The Nerd Alternative is the podcast for you. Join me, Ram. Me, Hassan. And me, Levi. Three black British nerds tackling the pop culture we love and sharing why we love them. The Nerd Alternative, a sweet melting pot of all things nerdy. Alright, I'm back as promised to talk about the books of the future. Much, much nearer future. Um, The books that you probably should have already pre-ordered, to be perfectly honest with you, but... uh, Let's talk about them anyway. All right, let me uh, let me start out with uh, once again. Let's start out with Honor. Huh? These are the books coming out next Tuesday. What the hell? Um, is that right? All right, cool. So nothing from DC coming out next week at all. Is that right? Eight four nine three. Huh? Huh? Ah, uh, okay, never mind. Oh, that got confusing for a second. Uh, <laughs> Alright, so yeah, now these are the books coming out uh, next week from Lunar. Oh, Jesus Christ. Um, yeah, that was, that was weird for a second. Uh, American Vampire, number, or 1976, number 10. Uh, that Snyder story's all wrapped up after this week. We've got Batman 111. Um, I'm honestly, I'm just going to kind of go through and give the the highlights here. I'm not going to go through and talk about every single book, because face it, you know, you can't order it, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, <laughs> uh, let's see here. We got Christian Lobo, uh, DC Horror Presents, Dreaming Waking Hours wrapping up with its 12th issue, mm-hmm. Green Lantern number 5, uh, Joker Presents a Puzzle Box. This is one I'd keep my eyes on. Uh, maybe not necessarily for the sake of speculation, but we all know that a good story, and I mean speculation for the sake of a first appearance or anything like that, but a good story is a good story. And um, Matthew Rosenberg doing a, a Joker anthology, horror anthology through Black Label has a lot of potential. So, yeah. Uh, Justice League 66 coming out this week. That's a pretty sweet Lozano, Alexander Lozano variant. Uh, Justice League Infinity number two. Nice House on the Lake number three. Keep your eye on that one. Great series. I haven't actually, I mean, from what I hear, I haven't caught up on it yet. 
Soon, soon, soon. I gotta get through like Philadelphia. That's at the top of my list right now. I have been doing some binge reading. I'm all caught up on uh, Seven Secrets. I'm all caught up on Radiant Black. Um, getting caught up on Philadelphia. Still got a little bit to go. I was 15 issues behind. Let's face it. But um, yeah, yeah. Um, what was I just saying? What 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 series am I behind on? I need to catch up on. What was that? Oh, Nice House on the Lake. Jesus. Uh, <laughs> let's see. Sensational Wonder Woman, number six. Suicide Squad, number six. Great, great series. Um, Suicide Squad, Get Joker, number one. This is uh, Brian Azzarello and Alex Maleev joint. Mm-hmm. You never know. You never know. Uh, it's one I'm interested in. Uh, Swamp Thing number six, the B cover on that, that Francesco Matina variant, gorgeous. It's just, it's just fucking gorgeous. And uh, that's it. That's all the lunar books this week. Nothing super hyper specky. No, I'd say, yeah. If you had to bet on a lunar book this week, uh, that Joker puzzle box, probably the one I'd pick up an extra copy or two and. You know, if you feel so inclined to do so, like if you just can't handle not speculating on a lunar book, you know. Um, <laughs> ah, let's move on over to uh, Diamond now and see what books are coming out Wednesday. The let me just make sure here. The fourth. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. All right. Let's. I'm just gonna kind of zoom through these and then I'll focus more on anything that. May have, any new information that may have come to that since the uh, the FOCs and yeah. Uh, so let's see here. From Vault this week, we've got Engine Ward 11 and Heavy Number 7. That's fun to say. Uh, from Valiant, we have uh, Nothing. That's a bummer. Uh, Titan, we've got Blade Runner 2029 and Horizon Zero Dawn this week. Uh, from Source Point. Nothing. Bummer. From Scout, we've got Locus. Number one, second printing, and we don't kill spiders. Number one. This is one that uh, I, th I think I got two or three of, actually. I think this is a Scout book worth uh, speculating on. It just, I don't know, Joseph Schmolke, he's doing stuff, he's making moves, he's a moving and he's a shaking, and he's with a Scout, and Scout's a moving and a shaking. I'm gonna shut the fuck up now. Oni Press, this week we've got Invader Zim, Dookie Loop. <laughs> Remember when I said Dookie Loop a lot that one podcast? I think I might saying start saying Dookie Loop again. I haven't said Dookie Loop since. So now nah, I, I gotta get all the Dookie Loops out of me. Heavy Metal. Uh, ba -ba -ba, Amber Blake. Operation Dragonfly one shot. And Chasing the Dragon number five. Number of five. Mm -hmm. So those are your Heavy Metal Magazine books coming out next week. And we have... Uh, the part where I scroll Black Mask God Killer Tomorrow's Ashes number 2 and then we've also got the second printing of number 1 and them and them some taped up boobies mm -hmm. uh, this is uh, yeah no this, is, uh, this series is getting a lot of attention let's put it that way but with covers like that how can it not am I right a B cover is Pretty fantastic, Anna Wysak. Wow. You know what it kind of reminds me of a little bit is uh, kind of Trad Moore in a way. That's 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 
brilliant. I like that. I like that a lot. Um, yeah, continuing on. That's Black Mask. Uh, Behemoth. From Behemoth, we've got Freak Snow number three. Motherfuckers number two. And, uh, well, that's, that's it from Behemoth. And now we go to Antarctic. And we've got Horror Comics number six and World War Three. Number one, mm-hmm. from Ahoy, we've got Snelson. What is this? <coughs> Paul Constant and Fred Harper. In the 1990s, edgy, stand-up comic Melville Snelson had it all. But 25 years later, his jokes come off as tired and offensive. Hmm. Desperate for a comeback, Snelson sets out on tour with a group of young, socially conscious comedians. Can a 90s has-been hit the big time? Or is Snelson about to be cancelled for good? Uh, hilarious. Definitely adult contemporary satire that mocks the dying breaths of white male entitlement. From the writer of Ahoy's Planet of the Nerds. Curious. Very curious as a as a man of uh, as a fan of comedy, not a man of comedy, a fan of comedy. He's got his ass really close to that cow's butthole on the cover. I'm just saying, and uh, they made sure you see a little butthole. Mm-hmm. You know, is it the censorship? I just don't understand. You could put a cow's asshole right on the cover of a magazine, but you have to put tape over a nipple of a person. I think the weirder thing is the cow's asshole, but. America, am I right? And uh, also, we've got two from Ahoy this week. Wrong Earth, Night and Day, number six. Um, from Aftershock this week, we've got Out of Body, number three. This is a series that I'm loving. Uh, from, let's see, anything from Action Lab? No, not this week. Anything from Ablaze? We've got Porcelain, number one. I remember talking about this one. Uh, all six covers coming out this week. Possibly, maybe. I don't see a Blaze Comics really being super spec-worthy at the moment, but you never know, man. You never know. Uh, boom. Boom number two, second printing. Do I think that the number two second printing is going to have number one second printing speculative magic? No. No, I don't think so. Um, the the House of Slaughter preview, it was a... Uh, yeah, I mean, you couldn't have predicted something like that, I would imagine. Um, and I don't see them, I don't know, <laughs> unless there's another huge preview out there that people have been waiting for that they put in this one. I just don't think it's going to happen. Now, with that being said, is Basilisk a good book that has potential to be picked up on and second printing's worth possibly having in your collection <laughs> as a gamble? Yeah, I do. I think Basilisk, Basilisk is that good. Number three is also out this week as well. And then we've got Buffy 28, and we've got Magic the Gathering number 5, and then we got Seven Secrets 11. Oh, yeah. Oh, I gotta read this current. I love it. I mean, I gotta read number 10 current, too, but two in a row. Still caught up. And then we've got Wind number 9, another series where the number one people are holding them. Um, like 9 or 10 bucks if you could find them on eBay. Um, but yeah, no, people have faith because it's James Tynan the fourth, so there you go. Uh, from IDW this week, we've got, let's see, TMNT Best of Casey Jones, Transformers 33, and Transformers King Grimlock, number one of a little five-parter. So just a little bit from IDW this week. 
um, from Dark Horse Cyberpunk 2077. You have my word. Number two, Golem. The uh, the Golem walks among us. This is another Mike Mignola joint. Two covers there. Um, it's also number one of a two-part micro series as well. So, hey, halfway there already. Um, Jenny Zero, number four. Uh, I think I have to track down a number two. I'm not sure. I have to double check. But um, yeah, I've got a number one. I've got the 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 first print that was all fudged up and recalled and everything. And then uh, number yeah, number three and four added or yeah, well will be on my, or three was on my list in my list in my box. So I would imagine four is as well. I just I think I got around a little too late to ordering it. Um, so yeah, I just I gotta find me a number two, but. Not a big deal. Not not anything I'm in a super rush to read, but definitely something that has my attention. Um, Lucky Devil, number one. I think this is one that I picked up just for, I mean, sh who knows, man. It sounded cool. It sounded cool. And then uh, Worst Dudes, number three. So there you go. Um, from Image this week, coming to us, we have uh, Commanders in Crisis, number 11, three covers, uh, Firepower, number 14. Geiger, number five, four covers there. Uh, Good Asian, number four of that ten-part series that I guess there's still people talking about. Um, let's see. Ah, the Me You Love in the Dark. This is one that I would definitely uh, have your eyes on. Um, I, this is one I think I ordered a few of, um, and I think it has potential. I do. Another... Uh, Another Scotty Young Jorge Corona joint. These are the same create. This is the same creative team that brought you Middle West. So, you know, right? Uh, we've got Seven to Eternity number seventeen. Uh, Skybound X number five. Uh, Stillwater, and then the no-brainers for this week are all of the reprints of Stray Dogs one through five. All of them getting their final printing. All horror homage variants with the exception of number five second printing not a horror homage but still a neato cover um yeah no all of them worth picking up and the one in ten especially the crow incentive is gonna it's gonna be baller if you can get your hands on it it's it's gonna be baller uh and then we've got the trover saves the universe number one this is from uh justin Roiland, i believe nope test stone okay so from the creators of Rick and Morley. All right. Um, it's it's not Royland and Harmon, but apparently Tess Stone is a creator of Rick and Morty as well. So, yeah. But anyway, it's not Rick and Morty. It's Trover. So, uh, saves the universe. Two covers there. And then we got The Walking Dead Deluxe number 20. Now let's pop on into the Marvel books coming out this week. Uh, Avengers 47. Uh, Winter Hulk spec. Possibly. Um, maybe a couple extra, but... Like I said, I'm not... Yeah. And this is no real new news. Uh, let's see here. We got Deadpool Black, White, and Blood. Um, Lasher, Extreme Carnage. So we got a new symbiote popping up in this one. Possibly. You know, worth... Uh, I know, a symbiote spec is very... More missed than hit, but... You never know, man. You never know. It's a new world in the... This, you know, MCU when it comes to symbiotes now, post Donny Cates. So, we'll see. We'll see. 
um, Guardians of the Galaxy annual, like I have spoken about these annuals before, you just never know. There's no real, you know, definitive, hey, something's going to happen in this, other than Hercules is fighting, I think, Power Man or some shit like that, but, yeah, I don't know, who knows? Who, who knows where the, the, the Infinity Stone's gonna end up, who knows if anybody's gonna pop up unannounced, it's, it's, it's always real hard to say for sure. Um, Hellions, number 14 out this week, Mortal Hulk 49, second to last issue, probably worth picking up, um, I mean, why would you stop now? There's an homage variant as well, I think as time goes on, this series is just gonna continue to, uh, just increase in value, I don't think it's ever gonna decrease in value, to be perfectly honest, I think this is a staple series to have in a Marvel collector's collection, just saying, um, Miles Morales Marvel Tales, this is... An obvious no-brainer. This is a, a reprint of Ultimate Fallout number four. So, yeah. Uh, Savage Avengers 23. Ooh, Shang-Chi getting some reprints. Uh, yeah, probably worth picking those up. Um, all new appearances in both, uh, all three issues of Shang-Chi thus far. So, reprints, yes. Um, and the fact that it's taken this long for them to reprint them tells me that they're, uh, I don't know, there's, there's some, uh, some maniacal timing to this. They're really trying to make sure that we remember the stuff going on in Shang-Chi, because it is going to be relevant, as I have been saying. How could it not be? Uh, Silk wrapping up with this fifth issue in the miniseries this week. Uh, Sinister War number two continuing on. Uh, Spirits of Vengeance, Spirit Rider. So the first ongoing, or first, well, not first ongoing, first solo series for Kushla, the Sorcerer Supreme and Spirit of Vengeance combined. So, uh, yeah. How could, wait, hold on. She's a Sorcerer Supreme and a Spirit of Vengeance? Um, okay. But yeah, no, her, her this, this is probably something to, to be, something's gonna, I don't know. Down the road, just think, remember how Silk number one wasn't worth shit forever, and then all of a sudden became relevant, and yeah. Once the Johnny Blaze Ghost Rider mythos starts getting developed in the MCU, this is going to be Silk number one. Um, so, well, just keep that in mind. Long-term hold. It's coming, though. It's coming. Uh, Star Wars Bounty Hunters number 15. Uh, Star Wars Bounty Hunter... Forlom and Zuckus, number one, a little one-shot. Uh, Trials of Ultraman, number five. Venom, 35, getting a second printing. Web of Spider-Man, number three. X-Men, number two. Yeah. Yeah, all right, so that's uh, that's it, people. Like I said, when, when it comes to the uh, the books, the, the, the new releases, I'm, I'm going to start speeding it up. I don't need to start keep doing two-and-a-half-hour podcasts with you guys for books that I've technically already talked about, especially when nothing new has come to light, so... Um, but you should have already had them in your pull list anyway, you know, right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, <laughs> right on. So, Hey, thanks so much for tuning in. I hope this, this podcast has been helpful to you. I, I hear that it's, it tends to be helpful. So I do very much thank you for your listenership and tuning in. And if you appreciate the little hinty gains that I give you, then show your appreciation, not by giving me money back, but, uh, Leave in five-star reviews. If you haven't done so already, please leave a five-star review on Apple Podcasts or anywhere you can leave a five-star review after that, but most importantly, Apple Podcasts. Um, yeah. Uh, brrr, remember to follow 
at Apocalypse Group on Twitter if you're looking for even more great podcasts out there. Hashtag the Apocalypse. Um, once you click it in, it, it it all just it all falls into place because the Apocalypse is that badass. Remember, check out 307nerdsforever.com. And as always, a shout out to Inked Marketing for being badass as well so um i command that you all read responsibly stay safe cheers You're listening to Cheers to Comics podcast. Hey, everyone. I'm Monty Michael Moore, and this is the Cheers to Comics podcast with Brian Wayne. This is Drew Zucker. You're listening to Cheers to Comics podcast. This is Mark Russell, and you're listening to the Cheers to Comics podcast. Good morning. Brian Wayne here to tell you about my new podcast, The Real Brains. The Real Brains podcast is a show coming out daily dedicated to the everyday struggle of just the average human being. From troubles with rage to uh, anecdotes about uh, very strange human interactions, this podcast really is just a uh, somebody that's all too familiar with the struggle. I'm here to let you know that you are not alone, so come laugh at uh, our pain together every single weekday, every place you can catch a podcast. I got the real brains with Brian Wayne. Remember, stay sane. Hey, what's up, everybody? This is Joey Galvez. I want to tell you guys a little bit about the Department of Metahuman Affairs. This one is a story about a team led by a retired sidekick, two felons, a failed actor from Broadway, and a reprogrammed cyborg. But their first mission is to stop the criminals who have robbed a bank, and they will have to set the world at ease. You're going to get 180 pages of entertainment, action-packed awesomeness right here in the first six issues in a collected hardcover volume one. All you got to do is head on over to kickstarter.com and type in the Department of Metahuman Affairs or DMA and check it out right now.